And here we go. So uh, find your seated position. So I'm going to sit in a cross-legged seat. Uh, notice if that works for you, if there's other another uh, seated position that you find more grounding, then take that. Close your eyes. Rest the hands on the thighs. Arrive in this moment with your breath, body on the mat, mind in the body. Notice the places where your body is touching the surfaces beneath you. Settle down into that space. And from that settling, from that connection between your body and the floor, rise up, grow tall. Shrug your shoulders towards your ears, lengthening the sides of the body. And then loop your shoulder blades together behind your heart. Upper back gently tones as the collarbones broaden and lift. Chin tilts parallel to the floor. Lengthen along the back of your neck. Lift through the crown of the head. And listen. Listen first to the physical body at this moment. Are there any areas of discomfort? pain, soreness, wherever that is, whatever that is, let your mind be drawn to those spaces. And as you occupy those spaces, consider if there is a um, a feeling of frustration or anger uh, associated with this part of the body or with this sensation. Recognize that. Consider if that's something that's possible to let go of at this moment. If possible, start that process of letting go. If not, just recognize what it is, where it is, and let it be. Be open to the possibility of change. Notice any expression on the face. So often uh, we have a resting expression in each of our faces uh, that we might hold on to uh, subconsciously. So look at that now. And again, notice where tension lies or expression is held in the face. 
Is there an emotional component to that expression? Is it something that you're willing or able to let go of? Or something that just needs to be seen and recognized? Now, turn to the breath. Breathe in and out through the nostrils. Begin to cultivate slow and deep breaths. You may begin the practice of Ujjayi Pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat giving your breath a, uh, a sound. I, I like to compare the sound to uh, ocean waves because that tends to be a calming uh, image. Water waves swelling as you inhale. Wave receding with the exhalation. We're going to count three breaths together. And uh, if you were with me last week, we did a one-to-one -one ratio, inhale to exhale. And this week we are going to do a uh, one-to-two ratio. So I'm going to do an inhale count of four and an exhale count of eight. And it's okay if um, you don't hit the counts <laughs> uh, the first time or even the second or third time. Uh, just, it's just a practice. Exhale, empty the breath. And we'll inhale together for one, two, three, four. Fill and hold. Exhale with control for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Inhale together, one, two, three, four. Exhale with control, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Again, inhale for one, two, three, four, fill and hold, exhale from top to bottom, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I'll have you go for three more rounds of Ujjayi Pranayama with a one to two ratio with your own chosen count.
as you've completed your three rounds of Ujjayi Pranayama on your own, please bring your palms together in front of your heart as you press your palms in, widen out through your elbows and across your collarbones. We'll chant Om three times before beginning the moving practice. Exhale the breath and inhale for Om. Look up, 
Lengthen along the left side body. Soften again the face if possible, or just notice how the face uh, how the face is expressing emotion in this shape. Reach through the fingertips of the left hand. Notice sensation along the left side body. And in noticing sensation, is it possible not to qualify that sensation? Just say, oh, that's interesting. You might even use adjectives without ascribing value. Inhale back to center, hands down, back, uh, re-square, and then arms up to goalposts. Shift with the lower body, using the abdominal muscles. Shoulder blades stay on the back. Hips and legs stay rooted. Spine tall. And now bring the hands into the shape. Left hand to the right thigh. Right hand behind. Again, you, you might grab the blanket. Broaden across the chest. Right shoulder blade hugs to the back of the heart. Left shoulder possibly gently drawing away from the left ear. And maybe start to look back. Maybe start to look over the right shoulder. Gauging the appropriate, um, the appropriate amount of uh, effort, the appropriate amount of uh, ch pushing challenge for this pose, for this day, for this time in the practice. Okay, left palm turns up, right arm reaches, lengthen the right side body, exhale, lean the upper body over the left thigh. Again, use the abdominal muscles to revolve the left ribs forward, and then turn the palm over, use the hand against the thigh to draw the left shoulder forward as you look up. Soften the face if possible, or just notice what expressions start to appear on your face. They might be a reflection of how you're feeling, and you might not even be aware of how you're feeling. <laughs> so, if there's a grimace on your face, uh, that might be good information to have. Right hip down, right fingertips reach. Awareness along the right side body. Again, this idea of ascribing Adjectives without value on the adjectives. Not good or bad, not right or wrong. Just noticing. Inhale back to center, right hand down, maybe a little counter twist before we come forward into our tabletop. Spread fingers. Wrists below the shoulders, knees are hip width distance. Let's move right into our cat and cow stretches. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift. Contract the back to open the front in cow pose. Exhale, round the spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, shoulder blades widen away in cat. And back to cow, moving with the pace of your breath exploring the range of motion of your spine. And as I said yesterday, I think this is a very common sequence, especially at the beginning of a, um, of a posture practice, 
because it is a great initiation uh, to what the spine is up to today. Uh, there's any number of places you might be experiencing this movement. So notice where uh, sensation is most acute. Again, you might ascribe some adjectives to that sensation without, uh, without value judgment. Easier said than done. Let's come back to a neutral spine and we're going to do our explorer pose starting with the left leg extended back, knee and toes point down, right arm then extends forward. Tone the left leg by lifting into the kneecap, engaging the left quadricep muscles, reach back through the heel, look forward, reach forward with the right hand, and in the middle, have a sense of stability, lower ribs drawing in and back. Again, notice, uh, notice the face. Any expression on the face might be reflective of your emotions uh, <laughs> reacting to this shape to this moment. Hand down, knee down, and right leg back. Knee and toes point down, hips stay at an even height, left arm reaches forward, heart, hand, gaze forward, tailbone and heel back and in the middle find that stability. Hand down, knee down, walk the knees back and tuck the toes under. Okay, options here to keep the hands splayed out as they were in tabletop and as they will be in dog, or grab the outer edges of your mat. Either way, start to tilt the tailbone towards the ceiling. I'm going to even walk my knees slightly farther apart to increase this effect of tilting or rocking the pelvis forward. Inner thighs move back and apart, so contraction of the lower back, contraction of the middle back, and then start to extend the arms forward, possibly grabbing the mat, pushing the mat forward as you lower your chin towards or to the mat. So this is now puppy dog pose. You could imagine if you had a tail, it would be high up in the air. <laughs> uh, maybe even wagging. Option to enjoy your practice. Push the hands forward, melt the heart down, shoulder blades in. Strong contraction of the upper back as the heart melts towards the earth. Again, notice what and where you are feeling as we take this shape. Let the postures, let the movements bring you deep into awareness. Look and listen. Slide forward onto your mat, chin on the mat, arms at your sides, heads of the arm bones release forward so the upper back can expand once again. Let the heels widen apart for a moment, neutralizing the spine. 
And then we are going to keep the right leg uh, relaxed and engage the left leg strongly. So point the left toes towards the back wall, engage the leg so that the kneecap lifts, press the front of the foot down, engage the left quadricep muscles so that you're uh, putting pressure to the top of the foot and the kneecap is lifting. Then keeping the left leg straight, strong, and long, start to lift the left leg away from the floor, keeping the front of the left hip point grounded. Extend and lift using the contraction of the back of the leg, the low back, the strength there to lift the leg away from the floor as you continue to extend through the toes. Release the left leg down, let the heel widen out. Point back through the right toes, push the right foot down, engage the right quadricep muscles, let the, pull the kneecap up and away from the floor. So again, push that pressure downward, and then begin to lift the leg up, keeping the front of the right hip grounded. Extend and lift. Strong, long right leg, and then the leg lifts. Point, reach, lift. Engaging the back, the back side of the body. And right leg down. Okay, you might shake your feet out, tuck your toes under if you feel any cramping in the feet before we do both legs together. All 10 toes point back, both kneecaps lift, squeeze the legs together. With your strong, long legs together, begin to lift your feet, your lower thighs, your middle thighs up off the floor, keeping the front of your hip points grounded. Extend and lift, try to keep the chin down if possible. Extend and lift, extend and lift. And release, ah, toes together, heels apart. Relax the low body, you might shift the hips side to side, you might tuck those toes under. And then we're going to come into a uh, Shalabhasana variation or a locust pose. Press the feet down, tone the muscles up the legs. Now feet are hip width distance for this first one. Interlace your fingers behind your back, taking note of what thumb is in front. Elbows towards the ceiling, shoulder blades shrug together behind the heart. Look forward and inhale, begin to straighten or extend the knuckles back. Reach the heart forward and lift the front body away from the floor, keeping the feet grounded for this first one. So even press the feet downward so you feel pressure of the feet onto the mat. Soft, or notice the face. Before softening it, notice where the tension is. If there's tension, if there's expression, noting it, sitting with it, maybe loosening it up. Remember to breathe. Remember the breath, and when you remember it, you'll probably start doing it again. And slowly lower down. Let's bring right cheek to the floor, arms at your sides, heads of the arm bones forward. Big toes touch, heels widen apart, eyes soft at the edge of your mat, or they can be closed. Option to arrive in this moment with your next breath. So is it possible 
to be fully present in these active back bend postures and transition to presence quickly into these um, passive postures. Embrace each breath. And now it changes. Chin back to the floor. Point the toes back. This time squeeze the inner legs together. Lengthen and tone the legs. Interlace the fingers and bring the opposite thumb in front. Elbows towards the ceiling. Shoulder blades on the back. Inhale. Extend the knuckles back. Reach the heart forward. Lift the legs. Again, using the strength of the back body. Contracting, toning working to lift and open the front body. Maybe there's an expression lingering in the face, around the eyes, the edges of the mouth. Take note, listen to the body's reactions, to the body's experience of these shapes that we're moving into. Slowly lower, left cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones forward, Head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, upper back broad, big toes touch, heels widen apart. Take your left arm out like a wing, palm facing down. Look to the left thumb and then bring, uh, then line your thumb up with your gaze. Then turn the left cheek back to the floor, right fingertips push into the mat as you roll onto your left side. So if you have a blanket or a block, you might place it underneath your head for support if that feels, um, that feels supportive. <laughs> and uh, so this is, this is our, our, uh, our first uh, option for this shape. So notice what you're feeling along the left side body. And if it's interesting, stay here. If it's not intriguing enough, you might want to move, uh, move more. So right foot would come to the floor, knee bending up towards the ceiling to bring the right hip deeper down towards the floor. Pause. Again, take the time to delve deeply into the experience of this shape. There may be a lot there that uh, you know could go unnoticed. So really, um, the longer you practice yoga, uh, <laughs> there is really an opportunity for depth in every single pose when you have that capacity to listen, to listen to the quiet, the subtle body. Okay, so maybe uh, maybe this is too, still too subtle, so the left foot could come down to the floor. The right arm could sweep over and clasp the left hand. Whatever shape you've chosen, conscious breath through the body.
this is a post particularly where, where I find um, doing the left side first to be, um, to be helpful. Um, I always, when I do this, I, I, I've always done it with the right side first, and then when I get to the left side, I'm kind of um, <laughs> psychically drained from <laughs> this kind of attention. So it's, I do think that the first side gets a, a different quality of attention a lot of, uh, often than the second side. Okay, let's roll back onto the stomach. Oh, <laughs> and we'll do the second side. So right arm extends out like a, a wing, palm faces down, gaze lines up with the left thumb, and then turn the right cheek to the mat so you're looking left. Left fingertips tent onto the mat, push into the left fingertips, roll onto your right side, adjust the arm and shoulder as necessary, perhaps crop underneath the head, Targeting the right side body, more specifically, uh, probably the right shoulder. I also feel this um, very acutely in the uh, upper ribs, particularly on my left side. But um, you know, so I'm just as just to say that um, <laughs> with any of these poses, um, feeling something that is not acute pain or not, um, does not feel injurious, no matter where that is, uh, it, it, it's not right or wrong. Okay, left foot to the floor, in my, in my humble opinion. Okay, left foot to the floor, if necessary, if interesting. Right foot maybe comes to the floor as well. And then again, have, uh, have a openness to the, uh, to the possibility that the expression of these shapes may not be the same on each side. Okay, as you're ready, rock back onto your stomach. <laughs> Plant your wrists by your ribs, spread your fingers, elbows towards the ceiling, tuck the toes under, engage the legs, lift the kneecaps, lengthen back through the heels, and as you exhale next, push up off the floor into a plank position, possibly doing that with the knees down, if more accessible. Exhale, hips move up and back into our first DFD, downward facing dog. Walk it out, get acquainted with your dog, you know, give it a little walk, see how it walks. Listen to sensation down the backs of each leg. 
And if one leg is uh, saying more, talking louder, calling for attention, listen. Bring your dog eventually to a stillness. Push the hands down and forward. Shift the hips up and back at an even rate, keeping any amount of bend to the knees. As you inhale next, shift forward to plank for the first of 15 push-ups. We're going to do three sets of five. Exhale, lower down with control, possibly coming to your knees. Exhale, push-up, drawing back through the sides of the waistline. Exhale, hips shift back to dog pose, so this looks more like yoga. <laughs> looks more like yoga than interval training. Uh, inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale hips lead you back to. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back three. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back four. Last one, first set, inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back, five, downward facing dog. From here, lift the left leg straight up and back for a three-legged dog pose, hands down and forward, hips up and back, lift to the top of your mat, exhale to lunge, your right foot, the, or your left foot, excuse me, to the top of your mat, hands frame the front foot, it might be a good time to locate those blocks and bring them to the top of the mat if you have them. Blocks, hands on blocks, framing the front foot. And then we're going to move into warrior one pose. So take the right foot forward a smidge, maybe uh, eight to four to eight inches. Turn the right toes at an angle towards the right side of the room. Hands to hips, elbows to the ceiling, draw back through the sides of the waistline and come up into this standing shape. So often the um, instruction here is to square the hips forward. I, I've never, I don't think it's really physically possible to square the hips forward here. But the idea behind that might be that the right outer hip foot is grounding or attempting to ground the right leg is engaging, the right outer hip is shifting forward without squaring. Hips and chest start to turn forward. Shift weight forward in the posture to bend potentially deeper into the front knee. And then as you feel that momentum move forward with the pressure into the front of the left foot, then pull it back. Draw back to the left heel, draw back to the right heel. Arms at your sides, palms turn forward, shoulders roll back, broad collarbones. And uh, we're going to do something different today. Take your arms straight out in front of you, palms turn towards one another. Plug the arms into the shoulder sockets, keeping the arms long and strong, sweep the arms up and overhead. Either stay here or take the palms together, press the palms strongly into one another as you extend up through the fingertips. Notice that the low ribs are jutted forward. Bring tone to the upper abdomen. Length down through the tailbone. 
And maybe head goes up, gaze goes beyond the thumbs. Notice that expression that may linger in the face, giving you a window into the emotional <laughs> component of this pose. Slowly straighten the left leg, take the gaze forward, and then hands can frame the front foot onto the floor or onto blocks. Straighten the left leg, ground through the left big toe, lift into the left kneecap, lengthen along the front of your torso, and then exhale, round the spine down. Forehead towards or to the left knee or shin. Hands can be on the blocks, Arms might reach forward as you fold into a pyramid pose. Continue to breathe. Notice what and where you're feeling. Then look to the front foot, bend the knee, frame the front foot with the hands, Send the left leg back once again, downward facing dog. And if you are compelled to walk your dog, please do so now. Reacquaint with the shape. Uh, notice differences between your left and right legs at this moment. And then come back to a stillness for your dog shape. Hands down and forward, hips up and back at an even rate. Shift the shoulders over the wrist. Exhale, lower down. Inhale, press. Exhale, back, downward facing dog. Second set of push-ups, one. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower, grounding through the knuckles. Inhale, press, lifting through the waistline. Exhale, hips go back, two. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back, three. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press, exhale, back, four. Last one, second set. Inhale, forward, exhale, lower. Inhale, press, exhale, back, down, dog. Inhale, right leg lifts. Reach back through the heel, knee and toes point down. Hands press evenly down and forward, look to the top of the mat. And as you're ready, with an exhale, bring the right leg forward. Hands frame, or blocks, on, hands on blocks or fingertips to the floor, frame the front foot. Moving from the lunge to a warrior one position. So step the left foot forward, maybe four to eight inches. Left toes turn out to the left. Attempt to ground the outer edge of the left foot, the left heel. Hands to the hips, elbows to the ceiling, draw back through the sides of the waistline. Come on up. Warrior one, focusing first on the legs. So again, not squaring the hips forward, but revolving the hips towards forward. 
Left outer foot grounds to the best of your ability. Lift up the left leg as though pulling on a stocking. Wrap the left outer hip forward, lengthen the tailbone down. And again, let's move momentum forward, bending the front knee more deeply. And then feeling that momentum pool in the, left, the right toes, draw back to the right heel, draw back to the left heel. Arms at your sides, collarbones broad, then sweep the arms forward, palms facing one another. Plug the arms in, keep the arms straight and strong, sweep the arms overhead, chest squared forward, lower ribs in and back, tailbone long, palms pushed together if optional. <laughs> Push through the palms, reach through the fingertips, option to take the gaze up, tilt the head back. Again, be aware of expression in the face. And then slowly hands to the blocks, right leg straightens, ground through the right big toe, lift into the right kneecap, engage the right leg, ground through the outer edge of the left foot to the best of your ability, wrap the left outer hip forward, lengthen through the spine, and then drape the length of the torso over the right leg, possibly walking the blocks forward or hands on the floor. So as I've mentioned, as we turn, literally turn into ourselves, look, uh, turn our heads in to look at our own bodies, um, the awareness of the back body lights up. So where are you feeling? What are you feeling? Okay, let's have the hands frame the front foot, taking the locks off to the side. Press back, downward facing dog. Again, option to walk your dog to reacquaint. Hands down and forward, hips up and back. Last set of five push-ups. Inhale to plank, exhale lower. Inhale, press, exhale back, either child's pose if you're on your knee or deep downward facing dog. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back two. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back three. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back four. Last one, listen. Inhale forward, exhale lower and hold. Lift through the inner thighs, lengthen through the tailbone, shoulder blades on the back for five, four, Three, two, one, lower all the way down. Press the tops of the feet down. Engage the legs, lift the kneecaps. Interlace the fingers behind the back. Inhale, curl up, reach back through the knuckles, broaden across the chest, ground through the feet, lift into the kneecaps. Using the strength of the back body to lift and open the chest. Noticing expression in the face. 
And then slowly lower, right cheek to the floor, head heavy, neck soft, upper back broad, neutralize the spine, return to the breath, arrive here, mind and body. Okay, chin to the floor. Press the feet down, lift the kneecaps up, lengthen back through the toes and the tailbone. Interlace the fingers, opposite, uh, opposite, opposite thumb in front. Elbows towards the ceiling, shoulder blades on the back, squeeze the legs. In tandem, lengthen the legs, lift the legs, lengthen the arms, lift the arms, lift the chin, lift the chest, taking off. Engage and listen. And slowly let go. Let right, left cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones forward. Big toes touch, heels widen apart, head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, upper back broad. So um, giving that instruction to listen in that shape honestly was a little antithetical to me. It's not really, in a way, it's... Uh, Sometimes back bends don't really uh, give the opportunity to listen as much. These more um, exuberant, <laughs> energetic, um, even vulnerable poses that require so much engagement. It's it's really for me in this aftermath, this um, this restoration after the pose that uh, the listening happens. So just as um, intense experiences in our lives or in uh, things that cause a lot of um, hyper <laughs> hyperactivity in our bodies or in our uh, emotions and our minds, often require a, uh, a reflective period, a time to absorb, a time to uh, listen. Really, this is uh, the belly down back pen practice is, I find is one of the most uh, challenging sequencing uh, devices in the yoga practice for me. And that's why I, I tend to use it a lot. Okay, chin back to the floor. Tuck the toes, lift the kneecaps, lengthen the heels and the tailbone, wrists by the ribs, exhale. <sighs> that was our last push-up. You, you thought we weren't going to do it. Exhale. <laughs> I know you. I know you thought that. Downward facing dog, and lift the top of your mat. Shift the weight forward into the hands, root through the knuckles, lift through the sides of the waistline, bend your knees. Exhale everything. Arrive at the top of your mat. Take your feet hip width distance apart. Lift and spread the toes. Place them back down. Bend the knees. Rest the torso on the thighs. Let the upper body hang down for some moments. Maybe take hold of wrist or forearms or biceps. Do some subtle movement. Shifting side to side. Back and forth. 
letting the upper body, the weight of the upper body hang down. Okay, fingertips to the shins, lengthen the spine as you inhale, exhale, fold deeply in, fingertips to the floor. Again, inhale, lift halfway, exhale, fold deeply in, last one, inhale to lift, and exhale to fold. Sweep the arms out, up, and overhead as you rise to stand, reach up, look up, palms touch, Exhale, hands through heart center, arms to your sides, Tadasana. Open the chest forward, arrive in your mountain. So consider that if this is a pose, you are practicing consistently with this idea of embodying the mountain, with this idea of um, drawing this kind of, um, <laughs> this kind of, tall, solid, uh, strong energy into this shape. If those things kind of start to get infused in the shape without, um, before you even consciously start to make those connections. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead and exhale, flow forward. One half, Surya Namaskar A, fingertips to the shins, inhale, exhale, flow forward. Inhale to rise, exhale back through Tadasana. Okay, take your feet out uh, about three to three and a half feet apart. Turn your toes out at a 45 degree angle. Hands start on the hips. And we are going to send the pelvis straight down as though moving down an elevator shaft as the knees bend in the direction of the toes. So adjust your stance as necessary to keep the knees, the heels underneath the knees. Extend through the inner thighs, contracting the outer hips, upper body back. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead. Exhale, left arm underneath the right. Elbows lift this time, forearms away from the face, upper body back. Lengthen through the tailbone, weight in the heels. Scissor the legs in. Ooh, that's hard. Uh, <laughs> for five, four, three, two, one. Slowly straighten the legs, sweep the arms overhead. Right arm underneath the left, start with the arms. Elbows lift, forearms away from the face. Always an option to grab the shoulders if hands are not accessible. Bend the knees. Melt those hips, extend through the inner thighs, elbows lift, forearms away from the face, upper body back, weight in the heels for five, four, three, two, one, slowly straighten the legs, sweep the arms up, and bring those arms down like football goalposts. Shoulder blades in, palms forward, spread the fingers, exhale, come on down. Down through the tailbone, out through the inner thighs, weight in the heels, upper body back, shoulder blades on the back, crown the head lifts as the tailbone lengthens for five, four, three, two, and one. Straighten up, reach up, exhale, arms down. 
Heel toe, the feet back together. Whew. Okay. Uh, let's do a little of this. A little hips. Hips around. And the other direction. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to read what Matt wrote, but um, I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> I don't know how to fix it, there's a delay. Okay, but let's uh, keep going, even if you're a couple seconds behind me. Um, I think it will be okay. What are we going to do next? Let's do our wide-legged forward fold. So take, uh, the, take any props out to the mat in front of you. Uh, so this is going to be one where there might be a little adjusting that needs to happen. Um, so you'll, you'll see. Take the feet wide apart. Turn the toes in slightly, tone the muscles up the legs. Interlace your fingers behind your back, noting which thumb's in front, although we're only going to do this once. Shoulder blades on the back, collarbones lengthen or open, gaze goes up, and then exhale, hinge of the hips, bring the chin and chest parallel to the floor. Reach back through the knuckles. And then as you lower the head down, reach the arms overhead. Press down through the outer edges of the feet. Lift into the kneecaps. Become aware of the back body. Inner upper thighs push back. Hips lift. Crown lengthens down. Okay. Unlace the fingers. Take a moment to adjust so that there's some height underneath your head. Something to ground into whether it be a blanket, a block, or a series of props. Now, when you interlace your fingers behind your back again, you might switch the interlace of your fingers. So uh, you might find that your head is still not grounded despite your first attempt. What if you try it again? <laughs> that might be inconvenient, it might be um, frustrating, but uh, that's how things are sometimes to get, uh, to, to get, uh, to, you know, <laughs> make change. <laughs> it takes a little bit of, uh, it takes a little bit of adjustment when we're doing something new, when we're doing something uh, that might normally be familiar in an unfamiliar way. And that's, that's something I just hit home because um, that I know my tendency is to not, to not do it. Like, this is good enough. I don't want to bother trying to do this thing again that I already tried to do once. <laughs> little insight into my personality. <laughs> but, you know, often I find that, you know, a lot of things other people can relate to. So, while we are all individuals, there's a lot of things that uh, maybe we don't always talk about that we, uh, we have the same struggles with. Again, listen to the back body as you fold in. Where are you feeling? What are you feeling? Where is the most concentrated sensation? Might it be worth taking some time to focus on that space with the idea of uh, with the idea of acceptance? Maybe there's this again um, 
ascribing some adjectives to the sensation and can that be done without the value, the evaluation of the experience? Okay, take the hands back to the floor, unlace the fingers, press up to a half lift and then hands to the hips, elbows to the ceiling, draw back through the sides of the waistline to come all the way back up. Heel toe the feet in, step the feet hip width distance and let's do our little bit of um, imaginary hula hoop and the other direction. Okay, let's get down onto the floor. I've got this clock very um, strategically placed in front of me, so I'm going, I'm, I'm going to attempt to uh, do a 75-minute class today. Okay, this is, a, uh, <laughs> this is a little exercise I, uh, I picked up from an online class, um, which I never encountered out in the wilds of the studio, but I really... I like this and I hope you like it too. So we're going, in, uh, before we do our camel pose, we're gonna do this Z shape. So stand on your knees, as you would for camel pose, toes pointing back, reach your arms forward, and for consistency today, let's turn the palms in towards one another. Reach through the fingertips, plug the arms in, and then let's bend the knees back, push down through the feet, and then shift forward. Okay, if that feels uh, injurious to your knees, then let's not do that. <laughs> but if it feels okay for your knees, let's move the hips back, keeping the upper body upright, pushing into the feet, and then shifting forward. That's two. Uh, go back, push into the feet, three. Go back. Push into the feet, come forward, four, last one, go back, push into the feet, come forward. Okay, hands to your yoga pants back pocket, lengthen down through the tailbone, shoulder blades on the back, collarbones broad, tilt the chin up, gaze up, length along the front body, be curious here. So be on the journey, so the journey the journey might end here. This is where it might get interesting for you. And again, as I noticed, as I as I noted earlier, um, as you deepen your practice, the subtlety of these more simple poses might begin to unfold. So you might stay here, or lengthen the tailbone down, continue to lift the chest up, take the gaze back. Maybe hands come to heels, thumbs outside, fingers inside, inner elbows roll out, head might stay suspended, or if it feels okay for the neck, head goes back. I just love head back, personally, uh, but other people do not love it. Uh, push the knees down, lengthen the tailbone, lift the heart, roll the shoulders in towards one another. Attempt to breathe, maybe attempt to notice in this moment, where you feel, what you feel. And then hands to hips, hips forward, shoulders forward, head comes up last, knees together, feet together, hips to the heels, rock pose. 
Neutralize the spine, hands to the thighs or along your sides. Shoulder blades down the back. Gaze forward, chin parallel to the floor. And as I noted, as I noted earlier, like there, I think there is a accessibility to the pose after the fact. So consider the resonant energy of that burst of um, that burst of effort. And that, so a few elements of backbends are. Uh, really exposing the heart space, which can be, which is a vulnerable position. Also, um, often in backbends like this, we're moving back, so our body's moving into a space that we cannot see. So that's another uh, vulnerability. So there's a lot of uh, emotional components to backbends. So you might not have access to all of the elements of the pose when you are practicing it. So that's, it's, I, I find it very helpful to have this um, neutralizing time between each backbend, a chance to listen and reflect. Okay. Back to camel. Knees, uh, hip width distance. Lengthen the tailbone down. Roll the shoulders back, look up, tilt the chin, identify the heart space, open and lift the heart space. As you are ready, if you are ready, start to curl back, keeping the hips over the knees. Push down into the feet to keep the hips over the knees. And then hands might come to the heels, fingers inside, thumbs outside. Decide if you are going to keep your head suspended or release it back. Hands to hips, hips forward, chest forward, shoulders forward, head comes up last, knees together, feet together, take a seat on the heels, hands to the thighs, shoulder blades down the back, gaze forward, chin parallel to the floor, back the neck long, return to the breath. Hands either side of the front, uh, either side of the thighs. Start to walk the hands and the upper body slowly forward. Let the head go down, moving into a form of child's pose. And then from here, sweep the arms back and grab the heels. So uh, grab the outer side, outer edges of the heels with each hand. Fingers inside, thumbs outside. Then slowly begin to tuck the chin to the chest as you pull your forehead towards or to the knees. Moving from camel pose, this deep uh, back bend, to this deep forward fold in rabbit pose. Push your hips up, belly buttons in towards the spine, crown of the head might be pushing gently into the floor, forehead might be pulling towards the knees. Breathe into the back body. 
Really push the feet into the hands to pull the arms taut and the shoulder blades away from one another. Lower the hips down, slowly come back up, once again into this neutralizing rock pose. Spine tall, head over heart, heart over the center of the pelvis. Walk the hands forward, fold in, forehead down, hands back, grab the heels, round the spine, chin to chest, forehead towards the knees, kick the feet into the hands, lift the hips up, pull the arms top, shoulder blades apart, opening up the space between the vertebra along the backside as you curl deeply into your own body. Hips down, head comes up. Take a neutralizing breath in your rock pose. Inhale and exhale. You might even sigh out through your mouth. Shoulder blades release down the back. Swing your legs forward and come to lie down. Feet on the floor. Left knee into the chest, interlace the fingers. Pull the knee in and up. And then grab hold of the foot inside and outside for half happy baby. Kick the foot gently into the hands, pull the foot down with the hands. Kick and pull. And choose here to extend the right leg straight or keep the right foot on the floor. Again, this idea of uh, the advanced practice not necessarily being, um, being attached to the depth that uh, the, 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 the expression, the outer expression of the poses. So that as you kind of become more aware of subtle energy in the body, that even a, a very mild movement might uh, bring you deeply into the body, into this connection, this union of mind and body, and awareness and arrival in the present moment. Okay, release uh, the left ankle to the top of the right thigh, keep the foot flexed, draw the thigh into the chest, interlacing the fingers behind the right thigh or in front of the shin, if that feels uh, more appropriate. Targeting the outer right hip. You might shift the shin from side to side. You might pull the shin up closer to the chest. Slowing down. Um, you know, easing off the gas, putting less effort uh, into the shapes. Effort, less effort into like creating or maintaining the shape and more effort into the breath, more effort into um, to listening to the physical sensation of this moment. Okay, right 
for the right foot down, left foot down. Left knee in and up to the chest, squeeze it. Take the foot, half happy baby, hands interlace around the right foot, kick into the hands, pull down. Kick and pull. Again, option to extend the left leg straight. Okay, left foot back down, if you extended it. Cross the right ankle over the left thigh, keeping the foot flexed, ankle straight. Left knee draws in, interlace the fingers behind the thigh or in front of the shin, targeting the right low back, right outer hip. Subtle movement side to side or drawing the shin closer to the chest at moments. And left foot down. Unhook the legs. Draw the knees in and up towards the armpits. Take hold of the feet full on. Happy baby. Side to side. Feet together, interlace the fingers, wide out through the knees, reclined down angle, reclined butterfly pose. And give yourself a hug. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your shins, hugging your thighs, your knees into your chest. Tilt your chin towards your chest, forehead towards your knees, tuck your tailbone towards your heels. Squeeze in. And then slowly extend out through the limbs. And if you'd like, take legs up the wall today. That's become, really become um, something I've been enjoying over this quarantine period is um, doing legs up the wall. <laughs> so if you have some props, um, a blanket or a bolster at the wall is very um, effective for legs at the wall shape. Uh, also, uh, I like this addition of the loop, the 12 inch loop and the strap. If you have any um, creature comforts that you would like on you or uh, around you, if you'd like a, um, a blanket or some socks or a sweater on at this time, Take that time to uh, dedicate to your arrival in this space. So this is the opportunity. This savasana time is the opportunity to reflect on the practice as a whole. And again, not with uh, attempting to attempting non-attachment from these judgments about your experience or about your uh, quote-unquote quote performance. Okay, so if you have the bolster at the wall, scoot your hips onto the bolster, swing your legs up the wall. If you have the strap placed around your ankles, and then extend your legs up the wall. 
Tuck the shoulder blades nicely, neatly underneath the chest. Take the arms out to the side. Palms may turn up. You might put on an eye pillow. You might put on a candle. <laughs> so again, make this space uh, as inviting and as safe as, uh, as you have the capacity to do at this time. Capacity plus desire. <laughs> so, um, as you arrive in your um, um, your chosen space, your chosen shape, invite. awareness into the body, into this moment. Helpful to remember that this is a time for rest without sleep. So the difference being that the body is um, reaching this, uh, you know, attempting to reach this homeostasis without, uh, without the mind slipping into unconscious thought or, um, yeah, a dreaming state. I often think of this as uh, awareness without urgency. Observing the body, the mind, perhaps even the breath, again without without urgency and again without ascribing uh, value or judgment. One effective exercise for me has been this attempt just to observe the breath without intervening with, without changing the breath and how that is such a challenge. The moment you, the moment we see the breath, uh, we change the breath.
If you're ready, you may begin to bring movement back to the fingers and toes. Eventually sliding the heels down the wall, removing a strap. Left arm along the left ear. Roll onto the left side of the body. From our savasana into this fetal position. Re-emerging once again from our practice. What lessons, what skills have we practiced, have we cultivated that we might bring out into the rest of our days? Press your way back to seated. Again, any seated position is welcome at this time. Feel the support of the earth. Rise up from that support, grow tall. Hands onto the heart. Reconnect with the swell and ebb of inhale and exhale. We will chant on one single time to close the practice. Exhale and inhale for Om. Om. Thank you.